You're listening to My Enneagram Life, episode number 12. This is our last episode covering the strengths of each Enneagram type and how we can apply these strengths to our lives. One of the best ways for us to grow and become the best version of ourselves is by knowing our strengths and pushing into them. So if you have not listened to the other types, go back after this one, listen, and take notes. You will not regret it, I swear. This has been such a fun series to cover, learning about the strengths of each type and what we can take from them. And last but not least, type nine, you're up. Hey, my name is Stephanie Smith, and I'm just your typical Enneagram 3, obsessed with becoming the best version of myself and teaching you everything I've learned along the way. I'll be your biggest hype girl to find your purpose, joy, and who you are through the Enneagram. Here we will cover how to apply the Enneagram to your life, real life stories of relationships through the Enneagram, and how to be the best you. I know life is super busy, but I truly believe that self-development starts with knowing who you are. So thanks for bringing me along for the ride. This is My Enneagram Life. Sometimes the Enneagram 9 is called the crown of the Enneagram because it's at the top of the symbol and because it seems to include the whole of it. Nines can have the strength of an 8, the sense of fun and adventure of a 7, the dutifulness of a 6, the intellectualism of five, the creativity of fours, the attractiveness of threes, the generosity of twos, and the idealism of ones. Nines are accepting, trusting, and stable. They're usually very creative, optimistic, and supportive. A few of the nine's strengths include excellent listeners, they're easygoing, they're good-natured, they are genuine, they're patient, and they are supportive. Like everyone needs a type nine in their life. So to start off, I'm going to talk about nines being great listeners, being genuine, and being supportive. In our world today, everything is so fast paced. Our attention span lasts about 30 seconds and then we're on to the next thing. One of the best attributes that a nine has is being able to be a great listener. Like how many times has someone told you their name and before the conversation is over, you've already forgotten it? We need to practice being active listeners instead of just passively listening to everything. I found that we actually aren't even taking in what people are saying to us. Okay, so we're learning how to be an active listener like a nine, but I have a test for you. So listen carefully. This right here is going to determine how much of an active listener you really are. Okay, so I have a quarter, a nickel, and a dime in my pocket. And Bob's mom has three kids. The oldest is Nicholas. The middle is Demetrius, and what's the youngest name? Did you get it? What do you think their name is? Okay, I'll say it again. Not very many people get it on the first try. Okay, so I have a quarter, I have a nickel, and I have a dime in my pocket. Bob's mom has three kids. The oldest name is Nicholas, the middle name is Demetrius, and what's the youngest name? Okay, how many of you have gotten it already? What's the youngest name? Are you still trying to figure it out? Okay, so here's one last try because I know of a few people that it's taken them three or four tries. Okay, so I have a quarter, a nickel, and a dime in my pocket. Bob's mom has three kids. The oldest is Nicholas, the middle is Demetrius, and what's the youngest name? If you've guessed the name already, you're good. And if not, I'm going to tell you, and don't worry, it's super normal to not know what it is. 
So Bob's mom has three kids. The youngest name is Bob. So very rarely are people going to guess this on the first try. It took me two times. So seriously, if you guessed it on the first try, we need to be friends because I need to learn your listening skills. Seriously, DM me and tell me you guessed it. I am very impressed. And if you didn't guess it, that's okay because it is normal. It just tells us that we need to start listening more, right? But this is such a great example of how little we actually listen. I said his name three times, and I can bet most of us didn't even guess it on the first try. So challenge yourself. Actively listen when someone is talking. Remember their names, make a mental note of what they're saying, and try to be intentional with your questions. So this leads me into my next topic to discuss. So when you're talking to someone, are you talking about yourself first, or are you asking them questions? No one likes to know it all, or someone that only talks about themselves, am I right? But I'm sure we've all experienced this. A while back, I was with a group of friends chatting and catching up. We were all asking each other questions about how our lives were going, our relationships, our jobs, our travels, whatever it was. And the last girl to show up butts right in. She doesn't ask a single question about anyone else in the group, just goes on and on about where she just traveled to or what's the newest thing she just bought or her job. And some of the people she didn't even know. She just went straight to talking about herself before even asking the others their names. And surely I cannot be the only one who has experienced this in their lifetime. We all know what we're thinking in this situation, kind of rolling our eyes and hope they shut up already. So don't be that person. By the end of the night, nobody wanted to talk to her. Ask questions before you start talking about yourself. And I'm sure people are going to reciprocate it. They're going to ask you questions, but make others feel like they are important. So in sales, to sell anything, you need to solve a problem for them. But how do we solve a problem if we don't actually know their life, right? Well, the key is asking questions. So in the beginning of my sales career, selling skincare, I feel like I was kind of like a used car salesman. You know, when they bring out the car that they think you're going to like, but you're actually looking for something completely different. I recommended the same skincare for everyone in the beginning. I didn't ask them any questions. I just assumed by looking at them, I would know what they wanted. And I'm not going to lie. A lot of people bought the generic set that I had recommended, but they weren't returning customers. When I was intentional about asking them questions about how their skin felt, what results they were looking for, or what they wanted in a skincare set, these customers have been with me for years because I helped solve a problem for them and all by asking questions. So there is no topic we as humans like more than talking about ourselves. Even for the nines and the twos out there, I know you're thinking, I hate talking about myself, but how do you feel? When someone intentionally asks you about your life or your feelings or your relationships or your goals or your kids or whatever it may be, you feel heard and loved, right? The key to good relationships is feeling heard and understood. So we can only assume that is how others feel when we are intentionally asking them questions and listening to what they're actually saying instead of thinking of the next question or thinking about how we're going to reply. This is where we can really grow in our relationships and make people feel special. Because honestly, a lot of our problems in our world could be solved if we were intentional with hearing the other person out. 
If we could go into each conversation with the purpose of making the other person feel loved and heard and the star of the show, your relationships would grow. How many times have you been on a date or had coffee with a friend or talking with a parent and they made you feel heard? Honestly, I'm going to probably guess not that many times because it's kind of a rare thing. But those times when the date was awesome because they really cared to get to know you or your parent made you feel seen, those are the times that we do not forget. So nines, we can definitely learn this from you. So I did a quick survey with the people on my Instagram. So if you're not following me, do it at my Enneagram life. The survey asked people what they liked most about the Enneagram. And the majority said it helps them understand their friends and family more. And nines do a great job with this, understanding others and not being judgmental. Nines are generally known as being very genuine. You're not going to get anywhere in life if you are faking it. There is no fake it until you make it. People sense the fakeness and will not want to be around you. Enneagram nines are genuine. Unlike the three, they do not change themselves to be liked or to fit in. And we hear this saying all the time, fake it till you make it, right? But like I said before, people sense it. What you need to do instead of faking it is change what you believe about yourself to be true. If you are working for something and just faking your way through, but deep down you know that you're not supposed to be there or have the business or tell people that you're thriving when you can barely pay the bills. Side note, you can have all these things. You just need to believe that you are worthy of these things before you jump into them. Or you can even learn it on the way. I was listening to Ed Milet the other day on his podcast, and he uses the analogy of an internal thermometer. And this right here is how we're going to change the way we view ourselves instead of just trying to fake it until we make it. So imagine your life has a thermometer gauging your comfort zone all the time. If you're working really hard in life and it's getting hot, you're succeeding in life, you're pushing yourself outside of your comfort zone, you're making big changes in your life, but your mindset is stuck at 75, even though you're working at 100 degrees, your AC is going to kick on and bring you back down to that 75. It's going to bring you back down to your comfort level where your mindset is because that's what you believe to be true about yourself. You don't believe in yourself to be at 100 degrees. So we need to raise that comfort temperature. Know that you are worthy and capable of whatever you are wanting to achieve. When we raise that temperature, we don't have to fake it until we make it because we know we're supposed to be there, even if you haven't gotten to your goal yet. A famous quote by Zig Ziglar says, you will get all you want in life if you help enough people get what they want. I think this is a perfect example of a nine. They are known to be supportive and encouraging. They truly want you to succeed in life and feel comfortable around them while doing it. So what is your biggest takeaway from a nine? What can you specifically take from them and implement it into your life? Was it their ability to listen? Was it their genuineness? Was it their support of others? I want to know. And thanks for listening to my Enneagram life. If you like this podcast, leave a comment and subscribe so you never miss out. And if you're on Instagram, I want to hear from you. What was your biggest takeaway? On Apple and Spotify, hit the share button to share it on your story and tag me at my Enneagram life. This helps me stay motivated to creating more content and helps me know what you really want to hear more of. I can't wait to see you on the gram. Until next week, 
keep working to becoming the best version of yourself.